The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be jumping right into Acts chapter 27, because why not? Hi guys, welcome back to the Why Not podcast with me, Connor JC, and I hope that you're well, I hope that you're fine. I recently got some news that one of my friends, her mum died, so please be keeping Ali and her mum and her family in your prayers. That would mean a lot to me, and I know that it'd mean a lot to her. But yeah, let's jump right into Acts chapter 27. And when it was decided that we should sail for Italy, they delivered Paul and some other prisoners to a centurion of the Augustan cohort named Julius, and embarking in a ship of the Adramatium, which was about to sail to the ports along the coast of Asia, we put to sea, accompanied by Astacarus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. The next day we put it in at Sidon, and Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him leave to go to his friends and be cared for. And putting out to sea from there we sailed under the lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. And when we had sailed across the open sea along the coast of Sicilia and Pamphylia, we came to Mara in Lycia. There the centurion found a ship of Alexandria, sailing for Italy, and put us on board. We sailed slowly for a number of days and arrived with difficulty at Cnerdus, and as the wind did not allow us to go further, we sailed under the lee of Crete of Salmon. Coasting along it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fairhavens, near which was the city of Lesia. Since much time had passed and the voyage was now dangerous, because even the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. And because the harbour was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there, on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbour of Crete, facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. Now when the south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, they weighed anchor and sailed along Crete, close to the shore. But soon a tempestuous wind, called the Northeaster, struck down from the land, and when the ship was caught and could not face the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the lee of a small island named Corda, we managed with difficulty to secure the ship's boat. After hoisting it up, they used supports to undergird the ship. Then, fearing that they would run aground on the Sartis, they lowered the gear, and thus they were driven along. Since we were violently storm-tossed, they began the next day to jettison the cargo, and on the third day they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night there stood before me an angel of the Lord to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So take heart, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we must run aground on some island. When the fourteenth night had come, as we were being driven across the Adriatic Sea, 
About midnight, the sailors suspected that they were nearing land. So they took a sounding and found 20 fathoms. A little farther on, they took a sounding again and found 15 fathoms. And fearing that we might run on the rocks, they let down four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. And as the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship and had lowered the ship's boat into the sea under pretense of laying out anchors from the bow, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, Unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the ship's boat and let it go. As day was about to dawn, Paul urged them all to take some food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have continued in suspense and without food, having taken nothing. Therefore I urge you to take up some food, for it will give you strength, for not a hair is to perish from the head of any of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread and giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke it and began to eat, and they were all encouraged and ate some food for themselves. We were in all 276 persons in that ship. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship, throwing out the wheat into the sea. Now when it was day, they did not recognise the land, but they noticed a bay with a beach, on which they planned, if possible, to run the ship ashore. So they cast off the anchors and left them in the sea, at the same time loosening the ropes that tied the rudders. Then hoisting the foresail to the wind, they made for the beach, but striking a reef, they ran the vessel aground. The bow struck and remained immovable, and the stern was being broken up by the surf. The soldier's plan was to kill the prisoners, lest any should swim away and escape. But the centurion, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who would swim to jump overboard first and make for land, and the rest on planks or on pieces of the ship. And so it was that all were brought safely to land. Amen. So that was Acts chapter 27. Once again, I don't know if you noticed, but we have kind of a similar theme running through the whole Bible where God saves people from kind of water by just, yeah, a boat. So we have Noah and the ark, we have Moses in his basket, we have the disciples in their boat, and here we have Paul in his boat. And yeah, like Paul's saying, God has told me that he is going to deliver us, and God does. And that's amazing. It's super exciting. I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to be like one of the people that don't believe in God on this boat, 14 days without much food, not knowing if they're going to survive the night, not knowing where their next food's coming from. You've got a prisoner saying, oh, don't worry, guys, this is going to be fine. Like, yeah, I don't know how I'd respond. But yeah, it just... It sounds super interesting. I wonder if the Chosen series will get this far. I don't know if they'll do the Book of Acts, but I really hope they do because this would be some interesting stuff. But yeah, those are my brief non-thoughts on Acts chapter 27. But yeah, until tomorrow where we jump into Acts 28, which I think is the last chapter of Acts. Until then, goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one.